have come again before the holiness of your countenance. This morning we fall before your throne. We want to descend the holy learning from your word to such an extent that it would magnet us near you, O God. Even in these days when many things look for our attention, hold us to your side. Lord, this morning we do not want a theoretical exercise. We do not want an expedition in academics, Lord. Take us into your bakery where you bake the bread of life. Serve us that bread that we may eat, Lord. For as you see, Lord, the journey is far and we can't make it on our own. Open the eyes of our heart, O God. Open our eyes, O God, that we may behold wondrous things out of thy law. In Jesus' almighty name we have prayed. Amen. May we be seated. Good morning, church. Good morning. <laughs> nearer to thee, nearer to thee, my Lord, draw Can we sing it like a prayer this morning? Oh, nearer to thee, nearer to thee, oh my Lord, draw me nearer to thee, oh my song every day, my cry every day. Father, draw me nearer, draw me nearer, draw me nearer, nearer to Thee. Jesus, to thank the leaders of the church for the privilege is one I approach with trepidation um, because it's not easy to be given the opportunity to speak on behalf of God 
um, even a human being is difficult to speak on his or her behalf, let alone Obarankiti Manoku Jiriono. I feel so unqualified to do this. But today we are talking about choices. Um, it's talking about the faith choices of Moses. Amen. Thank you. The faith choices of Moses. And choices are important because we make them. And many times after we make our choices, our choices turn around and do what they make us. So one man of God says that when you are born, you look like your parents. But by the time you are dying, you look like the sum total of your choices in life. But the thing about choices is that your choices reflect the quality of information available to you. Your choices are a function of the information you have. In security, they call it intel. It's the intelligence available to you that you use to make choices. A man can judge how far you have gone in life by the choices you are making. Last December, Mrs. Ezali Jr., I'm sorry for calling names because they say you shouldn't be calling names, but sometimes it's good so that you can go and verify. Amen. She says, buy food. She puts it on her WhatsApp. Stock of food. Buy food. Me and my wife, my wife is sorry. My wife says, ah, this one that says buy food, what is happening? Brethren, today is what? We are just in the second month. That thing she was saying is now 140,000 a, a bag. So if somebody saw her then, buying food, buying food, somebody has said, ah, is rapture happening? Can you hear me? Or go another. But the choices you make are a reflection of the information available to you. So good choices are underpinned by good information. Young people, I hope you are with your writing material. I wish I was telling you theory. What I'm telling you is what I've lived in my life. The quality of the decisions and the choices you make inevitably are the mercy of the revelation available to you. We're not just talking about head knowledge or information. We're talking about revelation. Amen. Amen. A classmate of mine, a doctor like me, she's not on any social media. She's not on WhatsApp. She's not on Facebook. LinkedIn or Noro. Even LinkedIn. Or what? I mean, you know in LinkedIn, that is where we package ourselves. <laughs> Amen. Because the employers are there, so people tend to blow their trumpets. Twitter, she's not there. There's one I'm thinking of that is very popular for business people. Instagram, she's not there. So one day I met with another of our classmates. I said, ah, what is happening to this particular lady? He said, ah, oh, you didn't hear that she's in DSS. I said, what? First of all, that lady in medical school, she's the last person of all the people in my class that you think would join law enforcement. But she's in DSS and she's not on any social media. They said, in fact, she uses Amoaza, uh, this phone that sends only text. Amen. <laughs> So you see, there's something she knows about the social media that I don't know. Which is why I contribute money to Elon Musk on Twitter. Amen. In that area. There's a superior information she has that is not available to me. That is now determining her choices in life. 
You need to know these young people. The worst situation you can be in is to be making many choices from a place of ignorance. It is very common in this generation. You make choices based on influencers. You make choices based on people with large following. You make choices based on somebody you admire. You don't know that those guys, their end are like people in slippery places. Be careful what underpins your choices. Make sure that like Moses, your choices are pivoted in the presence of God. We are talking about a guy who fed 3 million people for 40 years in the desert. He must know something we don't know. He must know something we don't know. May the Lord help us this morning to begin to be deliberate about our choices. Who are the friends we keep? What kind of things do we listen to? What kind of music will I commit my time to? I was, somebody was arguing that worldly music is not all of them that are sinful. I said, yes, yeah, so it's not all of them. I said, okay. And I'll start one song. I'll not sing it because maybe if I sing it, you know the author. <laughs> and I told him, even though that song is saying, is, is as if he's praising God, saying, hallowed be your name and all that. When you sing it, when last did you feel like going for soul winning? Let's say you sing it for one hour. Do you ascend or do you descend? He said, um, uh, it's because in my mind, I know it's... I'm holding myself. I know it's this person that sang it. That's why I'm not ascending with it. I said, then leave it alone. Amen? Please tell your neighbor, leave it alone. You must make choices. If you don't make choices, life will decide for you. If you do not make choices deliberately, life will do what? Will make choices for you. Amen. If you look at the internet now, you observe jobs. Amen. I speak as a man in the development sector now. Most of the public health, scientific health jobs, medical jobs are remunerated at a certain range. But you see IT jobs at least times three of what the medical people are earning. When you are deciding the course to read, get information. Look at market trends, what is going on. Because your decisions reflect what? The information you have. When we were growing up, it was medicine. It was law. <laughs> or engineering. Amen. Now, somebody is studying something entirely different. Cyber security. They are studying content creation. Hello. Can you content creation? <laughs> Amen. But if they tell you what is inside it, you say, wow. Choices are underpinned by information. Read books, young people. Listen to messages. When I was in fourth year in the university, I read Tortured for Christ. Um, I think it's Richard Wombrand, right? His name, he, he preached in Eastern Europe also during the Iron Curtain. And it was so moving. I said I was going to read at least 50 autobiographies before I graduated. I was in fourth year. By the time I was graduating, I had 64 in my library. 64 autobiographies. I read Just As I Am, Billy Graham. 
uh, Long Walk to Freedom, Nelson Mandela, uh, the speech, uh, Martin Luther, named them. Both Martin Luther Senior, uh, the Protestant Reformation, and the Junior. I read so many books. So you see, it's garbage in what? Garbage out. You need to put information in your head. And of course, the greatest book of all, the Bible. You need to eat it like your food. So that you can make good decisions and good choices in life. A lot of us are making choices just by and thank God for the prophecy. You are making choices just by this your finite gray matter that cannot see beyond here. But we have access to divine intelligence. God knows the end from the beginning. He used to boast about it. He said, I am the God of all flesh, knowing the end of a matter from the beginning. Amen. God can run your life if you hand it to him. I just wanted to establish this little premise. Before we jump in, our talk will be brief this morning by God's grace. And can I please ask the media to help us bring up that Hebrews 11 so that we quickly go into our text. For, because of the drama we saw, instead of 24, let's now start from verse 23. Because verse 23 is the mother of verse 24. 24 says, by faith, Moses. But 23 says what? By faith, Moses, when he was born, his parents. Because of this drama, I said, let's touch 23 more. Parents, look at the parents of Moses. They held him for how long? Three months. How long did they tie him to their apron strings? Three months. I attended a course on parenting one time. And they were talking about different types of parenting. I was smiling because they didn't touch me. Until the woman hit one that touched me. She said it's helicopter parenting. I've never heard this, that you'd be hovering like a helicopter over, over your children. Hovering like. I say yes, because the Lord has blessed me with damsters. Yeah, I need gun, I need dog, I need CCTV. <laughs> Amen, oh. Beware of dog, if you cross it. In this generation, and he says that after three months, by faith, the parents put him in a bitumen laced basket. And put him on the Nile by faith. Brethren, after you have raised your children in faith, let them go by faith. Let them go by what? By faith. The rest you owe them is on your knees. You can't continue that journey. Let them go and discover God for themselves by faith. Your children can hear God by themselves. It's not only your hearing that you saw that man in the drama. Even though he's laughing, it's something I also faced. It's something many of us faced on different levels. And the people who are making suggestions are making it because they love you. It is born out of pure intent of love. Amen. Amen. Three months. But she positioned the elder sister of Moses. Amen. Amen. So, as the daughter of Pharaoh was showering, he said, Ha, ah, this must be one of the Hebrew sons. They got the boy. He said, I'm going to raise him. I will call him Moses because we drew him from the water. Immediately, the girl did what? Pam, 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 pam. 
a princess live forever. Do you need a nurse for this baby? He said, yes, I do. He went and called who? He went and called who? So that is how the mother of Moses, by faith, raised her son when there was a law to kill all the boys in the palace with access to the best food and was paid for it. By faith. By faith. You first of all let go and let God. Amen. Amen. So many times, even when these things come, as we are stamping our foot down, let's also check with headquarters. Lord, do I let these people do this thing? The Lord will give us wisdom in the name of Jesus. If you look at Timothy, it's the same thing. It's the same faith that was in his grandmother, that was in his mother, that came upon him. So maybe you're a grandma here. You don't know what to do. Your knees can roll. Amen. Get them. This morning, God was still talking about intercessors. Where are my intercessors? Some of you, you're a grandpa, you're a grandma, you know you can't run around again. Use your knee and control the earth. God is not running around from Pluto to Jupiter. You come to my farm. I hope you can make this job. He rules from one place. Amen. By faith, Moses' parents left him. And that's how Moses was growing in the palace of Pharaoh. He was growing. If you go to verse 24, you will see that by faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Can you leave that scripture just in verse 24? It took him 40 years to be able to make this decision. 40 years. That was how old he was when he decided. You know, he had two mothers. One mother is telling him, you know, you are older than Ramses. You'll be the Pharaoh. I will make you the most powerful man on earth. You will be the most intelligent Pharaoh ever. You'll be the most handsome. Look at how tall you are. You will rule Egypt up to Euphrates. You will rule Kush. You will rule... The other mother was telling him, Nekwendibono, that those people suffering, they are carrying mortar. You are not from here. I bore you. Your father is Amram. He's now carrying brick as a 70-year-old man. You are not from here. Aye. These two voices, you belong to God. Yeah, now, I don't know young people, have you been confused by what you have been hearing? You need to get to a point where you decide this is what I want. This is what I want. At a point, and I said, no! I refuse to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. I'm sure the, the woman was devastated. I'm sure the woman was heartbroken. The problem is that he refused. This is in faith. This is by faith. It's like what Daniel did. Onya nenye rice na salad. Osimba. Nanya maliha. Aige li vegetable na mili. Bring it, Ariok. He said, but how? The king will kill me. You people will look. He said, no. Just do trial for 10 days. After 10 days, 
Color happened to Omo as the poko poko poko. I don't say do not don't win. Lirunugaba. And that's how they were eating lentils and vegetables. But you need to make a decision. Some of you is to say yes to Christ. Others is to say no to something. Remember, there's something Moses refused. A, one of our fathers then told me, Ebuka, no is a complete sentence. <laughs> I don't know how men get such wisdom. That N-O, he gets me a full stop. Or That's no. But, you know, sometimes your heart is so, you want to help. Ebuka, at a point, I said, let me practice it. The thing is good, though. That no is sweet, but it takes time before you master it. Amen. Now, there's a way to say no with wisdom. No, 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 no. <laughs> Amen, no. If you keep saying yes, you'll be in trouble. Otu <laughs> awedade. Amen, no. And maybe there's a sister here. A brother is texting you. Sweetie. Dearie. Honey. You know he's lying. I was a young person so I can tell you. I'm telling you he's lying. Oh, pie. And God forbid one day he will shock you. If he gets that thing he's looking for, the way he will block you, even yourself, you go shock. He will block you on WhatsApp, block you on Facebook, block you. You'll be like, Hey! I'm not telling you story. I'm telling you things I've seen. People have failed the exam because of this. Before second MB. That's it. That's young man. That's young man. I, we warned our sister. Eventually he got it when she was vulnerable. At the end, he cut her loose at a bad time. She failed that second MB. Sometimes your decision can be to say no. Tell your neighbor, say no. Say no. Say no. Say no. You can now quote Professor Bonaya. Uh, <laughs> no is a complete sentence. You can say it. In case it doesn't work, so that you go and find the author. I've said his name. <laughs> Amen. Moses said no. Moses said no. I want to encourage you, young people. You need to come up to age to make a decision. Make a decision based on the will of God. Amen. Make a decision based on the will of God. Use the godly advice of your parents to make a decision. Let's go to verse 25. This morning we are just flying. We don't have time. A lot of preaching. And God bless the drama team. Listen to verse 25. Choosing rather to share the ill treatment with the people of God than to enjoy what? Than to enjoy what? Yes. Only singing a sin, other pleasurable. Maybe that person has not sinned correctly. Amen. Even the Bible acknowledges that what? There's pleasure in sin. I cannot stand here and lie to you. But there's problem with that pleasure of sin. What is it? What, please, what is another word for fleeting? And it will leave bitter gall and gravel in your mouth. 
what was I thinking? How did, how did this thing ever look pleasurable? For some of you brothers, the sisters will wear tight skirts in your hostel, of course, not sisters in church, and be walking. And in your head, you want to catch. You don't know it's you that they caught. You don't know. Oh, you don't know. It's you, the brother that was caught. The pleasure of sin is fleeting. But there is a pleasure that lasts forever. Do you know? Can you take it in a psalm? Psalm 16. There's a pleasure that lasts forever. Psalm 16, I think is the last verse. Uh, Daddy quoted it last, last uh, during the weekend outreach. Aha. Verse 11. Psalm 16, verse 11. God bless you. Can we read it together? I want to go. Thou dost show me the path of life. In thy presence, there is what? Fullness of joy. And where? In thy right hand are what? For how long? Who said this prayer? The greatest king that ever lived. How I wish Solomon heard this message. Is at God's right hand. That is where there is pleasure. For how long? It's forevermore. Be careful when you're toying with pleasure that passes quickly. Be careful when you're toying with gratification that passes quickly. Many times it leaves consequence that may be difficult to erase if it's not indelible. Amen. There are some trees they warned us about climbing when we were little. And maybe some of you here. And I warned, okay, Alizna, Today you have, you have a, a covenant that shows I was climbing that tree. They said, Amen. How many of you have that covenant on your body? I was supposed to say, I bear in my body the marks of Christ. By the time you fell down, and you know, usually it's a PMV, somebody we call chemist that will stitch it. Abia warrior spirit na TV. By then you already decided I will never climb again. Until they now put stitches. You now know that uh, Calabar used to be capital of Nigeria. Amen. Amen. Sometimes the decisions we make seeking temporary pleasure will result into indelible scars or have long-standing consequences. But the challenge is many times we don't even know what the promise was. In other words, you can't estimate what you have lost by that carelessness. Sin has consequences. I don't know whether the devil has convinced you like Eve that you will not surely die. It is Eve. You will not surely die. It's just that your eye will open. You now understand nakedness. Oh, oh God was a liar. God that says you will die. Apostle Paul quoting him, he says the wages of sin is what? Anywhere sin occurs, something dies. Believe it or not. But the challenge why we keep going back is that we don't realize what we have lost. The day God will open our eyes to show us the things you forgo by the carelessness. You will live a... Look at Moses. 
They are men, brethren. I tell you, they are men. A whole God of heaven will be angry. Burning. Where is that country I want to destroy them? Stiff naked people. They left me and are worshipping a cow. Only when I am not back, I will burn them. I will destroy them. I will do this. I, will... I don't want to see anybody. Somebody will knock on the door. Boom, boom, boom. Who is that person? Angel will go and look. Lord, it's Moses. Say, I tell him to come in. God doesn't want to see anybody. Moses comes. He says, Mepele also. Later you hear, and God repented of the evil. Kaya. How did those men get there? How did they get there? How? One of the prophets, I think it was Daniel, bro. That was, he said, even if Moses and Samuel were to appear and beg me, I will not relent. These are men that are close to God. There's no faith where the will of God is not known. What you have is wishful thinking. Until the will of God is known, you cannot exercise faith. Let's see that principle. And this principle, Moses applied it all his life. John chapter 15 verse 7. John chapter 15. We'll just pick one verse. John 15 is... It's difficult to pick one verse from it because these are words of Christ towards the end. But we'll just pick one verse. John 15 verse 7. Listen to the process of faith. There are three key steps revealed in this verse. Can we read it together? One, two, go. If you abide in me, one, and my words abide in you, then, three, ask whatever you will. And it will be given to you. First John chapter 5 verse 14. First John chapter 5 verse 14. <laughs> mm. Can we read it together on the screen? One to go. And this is the confidence which we have in him. That if we ask Anything but how according to his will he does what he hears us. Faith is not random wishful thinking, you are thinking of anything. No, sir. Faith starts when the will of God has been revealed. In John 15:7, Jesus gave us in operational terms the secret of Moses. In Exodus 14, when they were in front of the Red Sea. Pharaoh's army sinazo, there's a big sea in front. What do we do? Bible says the people were crying. What did Moses do? He ran to God. Abide in me. And what did God give him? A word. And my word abides in you. Then, let's go forward. God says we go. And when he got there, lifted, bam, what happened? Rest is divided. This is operationalizing faith for your life. You cannot separate it from the abiding life. Without the abiding life, there's no Christianity. Without the abiding life, you cannot exercise faith. It is revealed word that creates. Hebrews 11.3 It says, for we know that the worlds, plural, were formed by what? The word of God. 
Not only is the word of God the creator of the whole thing, it is also sustained. The sustainment of creation is by the word of his power. So, in my life, our experience is that as you're reading the Bible, as you're studying the word, you're loading up your spirits. Amen. You're loading up your spirit. It may be going in as logos, no problem. You are loading up. You are loading up. Then when you enter into God's presence, in worship, I do this in worship. I do this in singing worship songs. Praise songs. Worship songs. I bow before you. I glorify you. You are ministering to God. That is abiding your communion with the Holy Spirit. That's the same thing. Between a husband and wife. As I'm ministering to God, the next thing, usually, how God responds to me is that what? He gives what? A word. If I've been studying the word, He activates one that I need to act on. Amen. That is that second part, my word abiding in you. Then the third part, go ahead and ask whatever you will. I begin now to declare. That's how God created the earth. Oh yes, you didn't know? When you heard that the Spirit of God was hovering over the water, it was worship that created it. Oh yes. Bible says the angels of God were singing worship songs when God was creating. Job 38 verse 7. When God now asks Job, were you there when I created the earth? Were you there? Where were you? When the sons of God shouted for joy and were singing. If you study different translations, the verses before and the verses after, that's exactly what that place is saying. You get the Spirit of God to saturate the environment, to saturate your life, to saturate your world, and then you speak. And God said, that is how to, in this economy, that is how you create to, amen. There's no Naira in heaven. Amen. What they have there is riches, inestimable riches. For example, if there's Naira in heaven and Nigeria changes their currency to pound, <laughs> or maybe Biafra comes and they use Biafra pound, can they again, man, would they burn it or what? They don't have those tangible things. What they have is eternal riches. When you pray for money, young people, God gives you an idea. It's not going to rain down cash. I know I've heard people on social media saying money appears in your account. If you experience it, please share with us. Amen. <laughs> That's not what we're here for today. But you must know that in your generation, a lot of false people have gone. Merchandise. That's what they care. That's what they care. Their God is their belly. You see, their end is destruction. It's coming. Amen. When you are trusting God for something and you are worshipping and you are praying, the Lord, the Bible says the God, God gives his blessing. That that sister that was lamenting in the drama, I used to lament like that. Oh, this one. Thou, uh -huh. He said he gives his blessings to all. If you go to Romans 10 and you start from verse 10 going down, he said he gives, whether you are Jew or you are Greek, it doesn't mean anything. God of heaven gives his riches to all. Who call on him? Amen. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. So, abide in me.
communion, and my word abides in you, rema, revelation, then the next step is go ahead and take action. You can ask whatever you will, and you will receive it. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. We were in Hebrews 11.25. Hebrews 11.25. Choosing to... Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Can we read verse 25 together? One, two, go. Choosing rather to do what? How many of us like suffering? You like suffering? My hand is down before... I don't like suffering. Nobody likes suffering. But if you see anywhere where there is crown before cross, God is not involved. You must go through the cross before you get the crown. Amen. Amen. Christian suffering is part of what we received. It's part of our salvation. Carrying Bible is the easy one. It's not about putting sticker. In the olden days, it's not now. You will see sticker. I am born again, believe it or not. I'm telling you. I am born again, believe it or not. <laughs> Has your faith been tried? Look at the prophecy this morning. Obele weather changing, weather changing. Brethren, I need to if you look at the prophecy of Matthew 24, don't take my word for it. Look at the things Christ said will happen. Brethren are doing handball already. Will your anchor hold in the storms of life? The prophecy said the wind is blowing, and the wind blew. Jesus Gwalai. One person built on sand, the other person built on rock. Wind, storm, rain came. But one stood. Where is the rock? Where is the rock? I'm standing on the rock that is Christ. Have you built your life on the word of God? Young people, this is not a justification for Yahoo because things are hard. Justification for betting. Justification. Uh, somebody said, <laughs> when I said betting, you yeah, want to ask me, Brebuka, is betting a sin? <laughs> Did you see Jesus and disciples doing it? David to win Goliath over 2.5. Goliath, Goliath. <laughs> see, moon are not driving this morning. <laughs> Saul versus David. <laughs> uh, I met a brother. <laughs> He was telling me, bro, that this thing is You know, because sometimes the first step in counseling is you have to undress before the circumcision can occur. He said that he's the fellowship financial secretary. And that they ran into dire straits in his family. He needed to spend the money. But apart from that, he also needed to multiply the money. <laughs> so he put the money into Niger bed. Yes. And the problem is that if there are two clubs playing, and let's say Rangers will always win Asata United, the very day he puts money and says Rangers to win, Asata will win that day. He did it the first time. Is, after some time, the fellowship money finished. And the bro has repented now. I say, bro, that's it in the secret. It has to come out in the open. 
you have to go to your brethren and naked yourself. Say, this is me. And for us, that is when healing can start. I'm happy God restored him. You see these addictive things, young people, run away from them. It's because of your future. I don't look at me. I don't want to make your life miserable. What's my own? It's just because I've been where you are. And I've seen the end of the two pathways. Pay the price in obscurity. Pay the price. The people who own the apps you use, WhatsApp, Facebook, go and listen to their mothers. They say Mark will lock himself in their mother's garage. For days I will not see him. He will not see the son. He's coding. Pay the price. Pay the price. It's paid in obscurity. It's the front end that people like. You look at the website, it's beautiful. Behind that website, everybody will tell you, there are ugly looking codes that they spent moons and moons to write. It is the back end that supports the front end. A lot of people, do you want to be man of the people? Following on Facebook, on WhatsApp, no content. Hello? Are you alright? Tell your neighbor, pay the price, pay the price. Pay the price, pay the price. Because of this issue of suffering, when you are paying the price, it looks like suffering. Can we see First Peter chapter 4? Okay, Holy Spirit, help us this morning. First Peter chapter 4. First Peter chapter 4. I hope I'm in the right place. Verse. <laughs> okay, can we look at verse... 13 and 14. We could have taken it down to 16, but let's not bother. Let's just look. First Peter 4, 13 and 14. He said, But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings, so that when his glory is revealed, what will happen? You may also be glad with what? Exceeding joy. Now look at verse 14. This is what changed my mindset about suffering. As you see me now, I don't like suffering because wife, family, everybody. But you see, I cannot be intimidated by hardship. Abased, been there. Abound, well, maybe not, but you can't intimidate me by it. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, listen, what did the Bible say? Blessed are you. Why? For the spirit of glory and of God does what? Rests on you. You remember when I said you can't see a man walking in glory who has not died many deaths. This is one of it. Suffering attracts the spirit of glory. You want to carry the glory of God. How? Living things don't carry the glory. You're a man that should have died many deaths. The Bible says Moses was the meekest man in the whole earth. He was so meek that the people will insult him. He will keep quiet. God will want to punish them. He'll start begging God. Meek man. Please, let's go back to Hebrews 11. Because of our time, let's begin to round off. Now, verse 26. There are a lot of things to say, you know, but I'll just be allowing only the ones that are coming. So, Holy Spirit, bring the ones you need to come out. Listen to what Moses did. Want to go? Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches, than the treasures of Egypt. 
the reproach of Christ is greater riches than whatever it is that Egypt has to offer you. I've seen a lot of people that when I was in the world, I was making money in my business. I was progressing. All of a sudden, I became born again. Have you ever seen that? Yes. It is that thing. The reproach of Christ is greater riches than the treasures of Egypt. You need to know that whatever land of promise God has called you to occupy, and we're giants in heaven already. You must be ready to war. How do you war? With prayer and intercession. He says this with the shield of faith. You quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. It's with faith. Amen. Because of our time, let's go to verse 27. Bible says, by faith, Moses forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is what? Invisible. Brethren, how can you see somebody that is invisible? <laughs> or Roberts wrote a book towards the latter years of his life. He says, if you can see the invisible, you can do the impossible. Who has read that book? It's a great book. Thank you, bro. He writes in a very simple English. And some of those books he wrote towards the end. Please buy them and read. Moses made the decision to follow God at age what? 40 years. When did he see the invisible? 80 years. What happened in between? He endured. Roaming in the desert. Keeping sheep. Keeping cows. Until one day in all the 80 years, he saw a bush that was burning, yet the leaves were not consumed. He said, I will step aside and look at this side. God said, because he stepped aside, and God called out to him from the fire. Even after you've decided to please God, there's endurance that is attached to it. I like to tell the story of the things I went through, so that he will encourage you, because Amen. Some of you may know that I finished from medical school as the overall best student in my medical school. Say amen. amen. Say section A. Section a. Yes. Section A. And another day we can teach the principles that bring that. Because I was also a leader in fellowship. So After I in one of the nine first prayer conferences, I was just praying. You see only why? The first year after my youth service, I'll dedicate it to you in mission. I'm not why they serious. You know, young people. Father, I will give you the first year. Oh, like Jephthah, I promise you. Once I'm done with the compulsory things, housemanship, youth service, one year before I start anything, I give it to you. Why? say, okay. Put our in a check in a one year. Only why you na one year. Amen. After uh, uh, housemanship, during youth service, I passed primary. There's something they call primary. Uh, you have to pass it before you do your residency. So I, but it has a validity period of five years. You know how jump, even if you scored 400, it can only last for one year. You use React, you have to write again. Hmm. So this one writes for five years. I matter from youth service. The very first day, I said, let me go for fellowship in my first boy. I went there. Lo and behold, the missionary came. We need doctors in the mission field. And the Holy Spirit said, eh, you remember that? Is the only why? Are we not playing? Did you, Lord, I know, I mean it, I'm a young person. 
Be real. Be real here. What are those things we say? It's my life. He says, but you have been bought with a price that even you are not your own. God broke me. And that's how I followed J.C. Dear. I'm sorry, I'm also calling names so that you can verify. To Sudan Interior Mission. It's at the boundary between Ebony and Benue states and it does not have network. But there's a place we keep our Nokia phone so that texts will come in. Why am I telling this story? Three months into my vow, I got a text from the CMD of that hospital where I was the best student. His name is Professor Nyebuchichuku, so that you know. He says, that our best student, come and start your residency. We hear you want to do community medicine. Hi! I was excited initially. You know, Kajefta. Ojela Agamili. Na Natanangole. Oma be ehoga. Ehoga afu. I was happy. Suddenly, here I be am naro. Oh, dear, I'm not going And it's one year you said, Hi! Sichimo. I ran to our patron, Professor Bonnaya. I said, Daddy, please. Look at the situation I'm in. He understands covenants. Amen. He says, bring your CV. Let's just submit. Let's be buying time and be delaying. Which buy time? Fourth month, they called. Fifth month, they called. By the sixth month, I know the workers will be wondering, this good doctor, what happened? You know, when Jesus said we should be the salt of the earth, I think I became the pepper of the earth. <laughs> the, the Cameroon pepper of the world. Six months, seven months, of course I didn't go. Immediately not with 12 months, bam. I appeared. They said, uh-huh. what's the problem? I'm so-so, I'm so-so. Said, no, the door is closed. Amen. For you have need of patience. After that you have believed. Open that scripture. Hebrew 10.36 Brethren, long story short, I went for 14 interviews. 14. Within those 5 years, and I got none. None. Community medicine, that's the easy one to get. And I know that this is my easy block. depression. It was difficult. I, 14 interviews up and down this country. I didn't get. Four were at that same school where I was their best student. And you know, when you are best student, there's a promissory note they give you. That this is, uh, apart from the money and everything, this automatic house, the automatic, once you come, blah, blah. One of the interviews, we were two that went. When I came in, ah, the CMD smiled. Doctor. He was telling the, I think the other someone that was chairman of the board many years ago, that this was our best student. I was smiling in me. Jesus, Upe. At the end, they say, can you take a bow, doctor? I took a bow and left. Two weeks later, they released names. My name was not there. I had clinical depression. There was nothing I didn't suffer. And all the while, the people that love you are in your ear. Are you sure somebody is not tying your destiny? Are you sure nobody tied you in a bottle? Did you shake anybody? Did you eat meat during your service? Did you? You will hear voices. Both from Pharaoh's daughter and from your birth mother. It is your job to decide which voice to listen to. I'm talking about you have need for patience. It is after you have done the will of God. 
That's when you need it. One of the interviews was in UNTH. That they will remember. We were 87 that came for community medicine. The chairman of the panel was Professor Mrs. Omasigwe. I'm sorry for mentioning names. The deputy chair of the panel was of blessed memory, Mommy Anyebue. And a prayer partner of mine, Professor Chimonoka, was the secretary, the person telling the marks. We used to pray together every Friday night. So get the exam. You know, I've been there for many years. Even when we get the interview, the police are Baba. Me interview. We get the jam. Jam do you shirt? I love jam. Resident in MJC. Shirt and trousers. I love residency interview. I was still going for residency interview. My classmates were becoming consultants. Amen. No take on number their best students. So when I come for interview, I say, ah, prof, you are here? I'm a prof. And I was you prof. You don't know whether it's mockery or real. He said, I'm here. <laughs> you have need of what? Of patience. Of patience. Amen. When you enter to interview, 87, and we wrote an exam, you know. So after the exam, they did oral. The whole thing was a bit easy, so I didn't see any complex thing. So at the end, somebody called me. Hi, Ebuka, you made me proud today. Wow, your written, your answers, that we made you the second highest because of the suit. Because I'm in black suit now, yellow trousers. So they scored me low on dressing. And I was the second, and they needed 12 people. This is our daddy, Daddy Aniago, came and told me, Mazi, Kwadoki Bidolo very soon. Because of the experiences I've had with God, wilderness are makakwan. Wilderness is good. You will learn life. This is not yours. I'm not making it a doctrine. This is my own experience with God. Vain is the hope that you put in man. The person never anything. Anyway, people called me. The chairman called me. Professor Noka called everybody. Hi, I was so proud. And went around text, and went around call. I acted on faith. I said, look, I'm checking that admin unit now, UNTH. I went there. That I came to get my letter. Okay, doctor, you're welcome. Did you get a text? She asked me. I said, I went around text. Did you get a call? I went around call. Then what I, I said, I came to collect my letter. Because I'm not going information. I said, I'm going to get a phone. I said, I'm going also, Dr. Chukwebuka, I said, I check Emmanuel, my middle name, I, Emmanuel. Same doctor is not here. You have need of patience. So that after you have done the will, it's after, it's not about whether you are sinning or not. This is after doing the will. You need to persevere to see the person that is invisible. It was in one of those wildernesses, after my primaries expired, one of the evening services, that the owner, when he was still a reverend doctor, or not canon professor. He told me, Ebuka, you did something in tuberculosis. I said, yes, I've been working in TBHIV. He said, okay, I'll send you something. And he forgot, and I forgot. So, after some time, he goes, ah, did I send you that mail? He said, I said, no, that you didn't send. Ah, why didn't you remind me? I said, okay, he sent it. 14th November, 2017. When I looked at the call, it was a United Nations call. Amen. And it ended October 31st. I called him. I said, Daddy, 
Here end the quartet, first October. Know that when you are in the wilderness, offenses will come from people that are helping you. It is your heart that the enemy is targeting. It's not about the people. I called that there. I said this thing has expired. It's the apply. Would they flog you? Check if the platform is still open. Apply. I went. I don't know how that miracle happened. I've never told him this story. The UN platform was still open. 14th November. Follow ND October 31st. I uploaded. Bam, click send. Brethren, I kid you not. November 15th morning, I got invitation for interview. That was how I joined United Nations, WHO. God can take you through a long route and bring you to your destination in time. It's not about Ebo Ogaga. It's the journey. It's the journey that makes you to become Christ-like. That was, that's how you learn humility. All those your trust in your flesh, best students, all those things, you have lost it in the wilderness. I took you so that I will teach you that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from my mouth. Of course, the rest is history. You have need of patience. The last action Moses did by faith, I don't know if we can still get there, is the Passover. Is the Passover. The angel of death was to pass through Egypt. And God told Moses to kill the lamb and put his blood on the door lentils. Such that once the angel of death passes, everybody in a house on whose lentil there is the blood of the unblemished lamb will be spared. But every other person suffered death. That was the last in Hebrews 11, if you go back to Hebrews 11, the last, I think, 28 now, maybe, right? Do you know that angel of death is going to pass this earth again? I want to ask you, do you have, maybe you're here, you have been made to wait, like I waited for Job. <laughs> and like Job, somebody is telling you to curse God and die. Maybe you are waiting for a job. You graduated many years, like somebody in our drama. Maybe you are waiting for a child. Maybe somebody cheated you of your property. You are trusting God for something. Child of God, you have need of patience. You have need of endurance. It is after you have endured, that is when you will see He that is invisible. But you need Passover to have access. Has the blood washed you? Young person, maybe you're here. You've not experienced Passover. The angel of death is going to pass. Time will fail me to get into Revelation. Where some locusts were released onto the earth. But these locusts, they had a command not to eat grass. What do locusts eat normally? Green things. Or say, these locusts, they have a tail like scorpion. They should not eat grass. They should eat human flesh. Anybody who does not have what? The mark of God on his head. That time is now. It's the mark of God on you. Don't lose it because of circumstance. But if that mark is not on you, this is the time to get it. If that mark is not on you, this is the time to get it. There's reward in God, child of God. There's reward in God. 
that dream you have in your heart, if it's God that put it, he can fund it. But you need to stay. Let's rise up and pray this morning. Na eseti rimgiaka amagimonyozo iwe zuga owe maru olebeka ngeje. Jesus. I want to invite you to the altar. Let our daddies pray for you. If you're here, you can look and you see that there are times when you chose the pleasures of sin rather than the sufferings of Christ. You know in your heart that you are backsliding. You know that that blood of Passover is not on your forehead. Can you come to the altar? If you want to give your life to Christ, don't raise hand. I invite you to come to the altar this morning. Those who are not giving their life to Christ, can you just speak to God? Tell God, I will endure to see He that is invisible. No matter the economy, no matter the challenges, no matter the joblessness, unemployment, I will not break the vow I made to you. No matter what it takes, I will not fall to that thing that is dragging me down. I'm still waiting for those who are giving their lives to Christ. Maybe you're here, your own is phone. You have become addicted to that device and you can notice it's reducing the quality of your life. You have allowed a carelessness in your life that has now affected your consecration to the point that it seems you are now losing your gift before God. God called you to intercede. He used to show you things. But because of carelessness, that's all you have been drained. The altar is here for you. You are not coming to see man. You are coming to see Jesus. Church, can we talk to God? Say, Lord, our eyes are on you. Like Moses this morning, we are deciding to step away from the fleeting pleasures. From the fleeting pleasures. To step away from whatever it is. Whatever it is that puts my destiny in danger. Whatever it is that puts my life in jeopardy. Whatever it is that my friend is telling me. 
Things that I used to hate in the past, I now tolerate them. Lord, I put my faith in you. I put my hope in you. And if you truly desire to be like Moses, make that your prayer. Lord, I want to draw nearer to you. God says nobody should come to the mountain. None of the elders of Israel should come near the mountain. Even Nadab and Abihu. Moses set a boundary around the mountain. Let no man come. In Exodus 24, Bible said Moses brought the blood and brought all the elders of Israel into the mountain. Bible said, and they ate and saw the God of heaven face to face and drank with him. If the blood has not undertaken for you, please come to the altar. Christianity is not a life of struggle. There is grace to live the life. Jesus, help us this morning. Jesus, help us this morning. Jesus, help us. People, please talk to God. I don't know where God has touched you this morning. My own is in my consecration. I want to be nothing but like Christ. Jesus is my ambition. Jesus is my plan. Without him, I'm planless. I'm goalless. I'm ambitionless. Lord, draw us near to you today. Give us the grace to decide like Moses, to persist, to see that he who is invisible. Church, can we pray for these wonderful brethren who are standing before the Lord Jesus? You know, God is here and they had the courage to come out to stand before God. Can you just ask God to receive them in his mercy. Can you ask God to touch them with a special touch today? As they live, they are living with a special touch of God. Let's round off our prayers. We can say, God, forgive my failures. God, I receive Christ. God, Jesus is my Lord. And there's no coming back. No going back. Lord, I'm following you. Give me the power to live for you. Give me the grace to be your child. Grant me new life. Born again. In the name of Jesus, amen. Father God, thank you for your children who are before you. They are not before us human beings. We ask, Lord, that as you have drawn them to yourself today in a special way. Father, meet them at their various points of need in the name of Jesus. I ask, Lord, that you forgive their sins. Remove their name from the book of death. Father, may their names be written as we pray now in the book of life. And may those names remain there in the book of life eternally. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, grant them the power and all that they will need. Your grace, manifold blessings and grace to live for you. As I lay my hands on them, Lord, you are granting them the new life. Thank you, glorious God. New life in Christ. The power of God. 
power of God in Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord make himself well known to you. May the Lord reveal his word unto you. His saving word. His empowering word. The word that you hold unto, it is well with you. May the Lord grant you that faith that keeps you alive forever. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord remember you as his child. Covering you in the blood of Jesus. Grow in the grace of God. In the mighty name of Jesus we have prayed. Amen. Read you by